news. Hello folks, Helen here with the Catfish Kettle in Farmington, inviting you in for our sea of flavors. Try one of our delicious new appetizers like shrimp scampi, crab stuffed mushrooms, crab and shrimp dip, crabby kettle cheesy bread, or our new crab cake sandwich, and our tasty fish tacos. It's a sea of flavors at the Catfish Kettle in Farmington. The Catfish Kettle, over 35 years of great food, great service, and bad parking. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit mineralareadoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at mineralareadoor.com. Serving you since 1978. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now, the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Good morning to you. And we have uh, little information on someone who's escaped from Mercy Hospital South. They were in the custody of police there for treatment. It was a uh, Potosi Correctional Facility prisoner, 45-year-old Tommy Wayne Boyd. Apparently, uh, he was taken to the hospital, and staff last saw him there at about 4 o'clock this morning. So, surveillance video looks like it shows him leaving the hospital, and he's uh, who knows where at this point. But uh, be aware of your surroundings this morning, and in case you have any information or see anything, just contact your local 911. Just call 911 or your local police department. You can also contact St. Louis County Police at, uh, I believe it's 636-529-8210. And we'll try to keep you updated on that this morning. So that's a task to put off to the side here for us to keep an eye on for you with the radio AM 1240. Remember, it's Miniature Golf Day today. I... <laughs> I love playing miniature golf. It's about the only thing I can handle as far as a golf game goes. I'm just not really very good at any kind of sports. Oh, yeah, I can play softball and baseball, but when I hit it, it goes straight up in the air, way out there to that guy, and he catches it every time. And all I can do is hit outs, you know? So they don't want me there. They don't want me there in other sports either. So love to, you know, watch it and everything have fun with it but i'm not good at that <laughs> no i would be a liability on any team it seems uh well today being thursday september 21st we're all getting ready for the big blues brews barbecues in downtown farmington we have some news coming up on that in our newscast today here at kfmo as well otherwise we can tell you some funny stories how about we try to keep the funny story list up for you, or at least interesting stuff. And many times, CBS News helps us out because they always send us all this great stuff we can talk about. And then we have local items, too. You can find the local stuff at the Events tab at KFMO.com. Now, the CBS stuff, I find that, and then I start going through it and say, well, you know, what are we talking about today? Um Here's good news, I guess. The Federal Reserve did not hike interest rates yesterday. 
The Federal Reserve announced that it's not going to raise interest rates for the first time in 18 months. Well, isn't that nice? Uh, they say the economy is in good shape and inflation has slowed. <laughs> that's probably not what you're going to say or I'm going to say, and that's not what my grocery receipt says or anything else I buy. She. And it's funny, you know, the place where everything used to be a dollar, now it's a dollar and a quarter. It's not funny, really. It's odd funny is what I guess I should say. So just stay with us. We have news coming up here at AM 1240 KFMO, and we're going to do that next. It's nine minutes after seven. The Family Fun Center in Bonterre is putting the family back into family fun. It's the perfect place for a birthday party, family game night, group outings, or just come hang out and have some great food and lots of fun. Be sure to check out their new go-karts to make your experience even more enjoyable. Whether it's bowling, arcade games, go-karts, bumper boats, bounce houses, or just hanging out, you can count on a great time. The Family Fun Center, open Wednesday through Sunday and located right off Highway 67 on Old Orchard Road in Bonterre. Building or remodeling and need new glass shower doors or mirrors? A touch of glass shower doors or more in Bon Terre have been installing custom shower doors since 2010, such as frameless, rain glass, angled shower doors, and much more. Give a touch of glass a call today at 573-358-7228 for a free in-home estimate. That's a touch of glass shower doors and more in Bon Terre, 573-358-7228. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Thursday, September 21st. The time, 10 minutes after 7 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to hear about a kitchen fire at the North County Middle School. We got this news late uh, yesterday on for you, and we'll talk about it this morning with a couple of more details. And also, uh, police still looking for the escapee from Mercy Hospital South, and members of the Park Hills Lettington Chamber of Commerce are excited about a new special multi-business gift card member businesses can be a part of. The card was unveiled at Tuesday's Park Hills Lettington Chamber of Commerce monthly luncheon. Tiffany Wright, who's the founder and co-owner of Copper Fox Contrived in Park Hills, spoke to the crowd. She's also a member of the uh, Park Hills Lettington Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors. She spoke to the crowd saying a person who purchases one of these cards can select the cash amount they want and once they purchase it, use the card at any of the participating businesses. This is in the infancy stages of the process. Well, obviously that's not Tiffany Wright. We'll straighten that out, but uh, that's what she told the crowd. And according to Wright, there's no sign of, uh, no sign-up fees, that is, for businesses. Members of the chamber were also treated to a speed networking event and heard more about the Vial of Life program from the Life Center of Farmington's marketing director, Randy Windsor. North County School District officials are announcing no injuries and minimal damage after a small fire broke out Wednesday morning in one of the ovens in the cafeteria at the middle school building in Deloge. School authorities reported on the district's Facebook page that Deloge Fire Department members arrived promptly, immediately contained the problem, fire evacuation procedures were followed, and everyone was reported to be safe. The middle school building is located at 406 East Chestnut Street. That fire took place about 7 a.m. And uh, once again, police still searching for 45-year-old Tommy Wayne Boyd, who authorities say escaped around 4 o'clock this morning from Mercy Hospital South 
in St. Louis. So again, we're asking you to just be aware of your surroundings this morning as you make your way through the parkland. If you have information, if you think you've seen Boyd, he uh, was a white male, about 5'11", balding, and has strawberry blonde hair. So if you do have information, not call 911 or your local law enforcement authorities at this point. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFM Hall News from the Collins News Desk for Thursday, September 21st. Sports is next with Jared Pettis, so stay tuned. And as always, check that website too. It's kfmola.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. On the local side, high school volleyball from St. Genevieve on Wednesday night. It was the old settlement rivalry matchup, and the Valley Catholic Warriors traveled to St. Genevieve High School, traveled down the road, and pick up a winner in straight sets, 25-22, 25-8, Set one featured seven ties and three lead changes. We were tied at 1-1, then 11-11 through 16-16 before Valley Catholic ran off five of the next six points to take a four-point lead, 21-17, and never looked back after that. In set two, they opened up to a 3 nothing lead. St. Jen answered with two straight, and then Valley Catholic rattled off the next nine points to hold a 12-2 lead. Valley Catholic would not lead by less than nine the remainder of the second set. And in the third game, a set that featured just one lead change and one tie at 1-1 was all Valley Catholic midway through it after the victory. Valley Catholic Lady Warrior head coach Nancy Fisher. What changed in set two that featured that 9 nothing Valley Catholic run and a 12-2 start to the set? I don't know. I think we just got a little bit more comfortable, uh, knew a little bit more where we needed to go for uh, to play defense against different players. And I thought uh, I thought the number one thing was we had a little bit better passes off serve receive, so we were able to get the first quality swing all the time. St. Genevieve coaches Carla Bosler, what led to the loss? First set, we kind of beat ourselves by not serving very well and giving them some easy points that they didn't have to earn. I thought we played pretty well the first set, though. Um, that's one that we can hold our head high on. The other two sets, we just did not pass well off serve receive. And once we got into that funk, it was hard to get ourselves out of it. We ran our setters all over the place, uh, made it pretty easy for them to know who we were going to go to because it was the only setting option. So it gave them a good block and they could get set up defensively uh, pretty easily. And so we're going to have to really work on that consistency piece, which is, you know, something that we've been battling with all year. The Valley Catholic Lady Warriors improved to 11-4-1. They play at Kingston today. St. Genevieve falls to 4-9-0, and they host Central in a broadcast matchup on KFMO. Final score again from St. Genevieve High School. The Valley Catholic Lady Warriors win it in straights 25-22, 25-8. 25-18. Other volleyball contests from Wednesday. There were just three others. Potosi topped Festus in straight sets, 27-25, 25-21, 25-15. Herculaneum beat St. Paul on the road in straight sets as well, 28-26, 25-19, 25-15. And South Iron sweeps Valley Caledonia, 24-20-15. Two softball contests. Hillsboro beat North County in five innings, 12-0. And Farmington topped Fox, 10-2. And on the boys' soccer side, North County falls to Union 2-1 and the MAAA Conference Tournament on the girls tennis side. North County places first with a team score of 22. Fredericktown in second. They scored 10. Potosi and Farmington tied for third with 8 points and Arcadia Valley scored 5 to wrap up the field of 5. And Middle Area College Women's Soccer Mac wins 5-1 over Lincoln Land.
plan. Coming up today on the local side, high school volleyball central is at St. Genevieve, 6 o'clock pregame, 6.30 opening serve as the MAAA regular season conference play begins. Central head coach Olivia Casey says their positioning in the MAAA this year could be dependent on their consistency of the team. It depends on what team decides to show up. Um, I feel like if we can figure out the consistency of playing together, being aggressive and doing all the little things right, then we are a very good team and we are hard, we're competitive. I would say we're, you know, towards the top if we are doing those things. However, if we're not doing those things, then we will get beat. So it, it's one of those things if the girls decide to come out and be aggressive and um, hit and do the little things, then we'll be okay, I think. St. Genevieve's head coach Carla Bosler, what does she make of the MAAA this season? I think it's open to really anybody. I kind of feel like, you know, each team kind of has their hot and cold nights and we're definitely included in having hot nights and cold nights. Um, and so I really do think um, it's going to be interesting how it all shakes out. Again, coverage tonight between Central and St. Genevieve starts at 6 on AM 1240 KFMO. Other large school matches through the MAAA. Potosi is at North County and Farmington plays in Fredericktown. On the small school side, Kingston is at home against Valley Catholic, while West County hosts Valley Caledonia and two non-conference games. Jefferson at Arcadia Valley and Bismarck on the road in Ellington. One softball matchup, North County plays at Fredericktown and boys soccer. Farmington hosts Saxony Lutheran, while Sullivan is at St. Paul. And on the girls' tennis side, North County plays in Fredericktown, Arcadia Valley hosts Potosi, and the Farmington Knights play host to Washington, Missouri. And one high school football matchup to start week five, Grandview is at Perryville. Now, earlier in the week, we did hear from a couple of coaches, including Haley Baker, on teams playing to five sets on the high school volleyball side. Last night, we heard from Nancy Fisher, head coach of Valley Catholic. She says playing to five sets at the high school level can be tough academically for players. There are some coaches that like it. Personally, I agree exactly with what you said. It is a long evening. We started playing here. Our first first match started at 4.30 and now it's you know almost 9 o'clock and, and certainly if this had gone four or five sets, it would be much later and you have kids getting home late and, and especially that in this case we're all in town here, but if you're on the road and, and you have to go somewhere that's an hour's drive away, you're leaving right after school. They have no time to, to get any of their homework done mm-hmm. and then you play all evening and now they have no, home, no time to do homework after that. It, it's not a great situation um, in an academic setting. From the Major League Baseball and the St. Louis Cardinals and Milwaukee Brewers played the third game of a four-game series from Bush Stadium on Wednesday night. Here's Mike Reeves with the recap. Josh Donaldson belted a three-run home run in the first inning to help lead the Brewers past the Cardinals 8-2 to at Bush Stadium. Tyrone Taylor added a pair of solo shots and Mark Canna contributed a three-run double for Milwaukee as they reduced their magic number to clinch the NL Central to four. Paul Goldschmidt and and Richie Palacios drove in the St. Louis runs. The winning pitcher is Adrian Hauser. He's now 7-4. The loss goes to Zach Thompson. His record falls to 5-7. One in the first really hurt. And then uh, just left a change up up there to Taylor a little later. Um, just tried to battle and, and get through it and you know, hopefully find a way to get through 6 or 7 and give us a chance. The final Brewers 8 Cardinals 2 in St. Louis. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Card skipper Oliver Marmol. What does he need to see from starting pitcher Zach Thompson moving forward? 
forward? The next step, honestly, I think is an off-season um, adjustment for him. It's something that we wouldn't toy with for the next two weeks. Um, and it's more of kind of how he times everything up and gets down the mound. I think there's uh, there's just more there. We, we, I mean, we've seen this guy throw 97, 98 before, right? So it, it's there. We don't see it with the way his body's moving at the moment. The Cardinals and Brewers wrap up the series this afternoon from Bush Stadium. Hear it on B104.3 with pregame at 11.20, first pitch at 12.15. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Ward's Farm Center in Fredericktown has you covered for this year's food plot season. Ward's Farm Center has everything you need from high quality seeds and fertilizer to essential equipment to get the job done. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started, Ward's Farm Center is here to help you succeed. Visit Ward's Farm Center today and make this food plot season your best one yet. Ward's Farm Center, 137 Commercial Drive in Fredericktown. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Stephanie is available year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time, 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Oh, what is that stench? Oh, Boogie, you smell terrible. Phew. Dogs can stink up the whole house when not properly groomed and bathed. Take them to Pawfection Pet Grooming where your fur child looks and smells perfect. Ew, Boogie, have you been eating the trash? Make Pawfection Pet Grooming your first choice for all pet grooming needs. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163. Pawfection Pet Grooming in Park Hill. <laughs> First State Community Bank in Farmington encourages you to come out and be a part of the Farmington Tourism's annual Blues, Brews, and Barbecue this weekend. Remember, when it comes to your finances, you need a team you can trust and a community of people on whom you can depend. First State Community Bank works with you to find the right financial solutions for your needs. Your financial success starts at First State Community Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Online at FSCB.com. With housing costs rising, tiny homes are spreading as a solution to homelessness, veterans projects, and just a more affordable way to downsize and simplify your life. Easy, portable buildings and tiny homes in Festus has helped people from all over the country fulfill their tiny house dreams. Their homes are built to residential code and can be customized to meet each individual's wants and needs. Easy, portable buildings and tiny home located just off Highway 67 in Festus. Check them out online at tinyhomesdreaming.com or call 314-226-7261. Missed any of the start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere, sent straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO Podcast. You'll hear all the best The Start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify Podcasts. You want to stay tuned to the start. Yes, indeed. That's the thing to do right here. It's 722, and next we're going to feature our monthly report from the West County School District with Superintendent Dr. Kevin Kaufman. Stay tuned. St. Joe Manor in Bonterre is a 92-bed skilled nursing facility offering assisted and independent living services to its residents. 
Senior residents receive full-time medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need. Rehabilitation services are for residents to get back their maximum functional potential. St. Joe Manor is certified for Medicare and Medicaid. For more information on these services, give St. Joe Manor a call today at 573-358-2800. That's 573-358-2800. It's the start from KFMO. It's time now for this month's interview with the West County School District. It's the West County School Report. And on the phone lines, we have Dr. Kevin Kaufman, the superintendent, with us. Good morning, Superintendent Kaufman. How are you today? I'm doing great. It's a great day uh, to, to be a bulldog and, and, you know, got up this morning real early and got to work early and uh, to see the sun, sunrise this morning was just a beautiful sight. And, uh, the air is getting a little chillier. It's a fall and it really just resonates uh, the start of school. Oh, it certainly does. Uh, as you were describing that, I could, I could just kind of feel myself transported back to high school. <laughs> Getting on the bus. Absolutely. And... <laughs> you know, getting on the bus and, and still being a little chilly in the morning, but still warming up in the afternoon, you know, it makes it great for all of our activities going on after school. It just makes it great for an environment for our, our kids to come to school. It's not too hot. So uh, it, it's a great time. Boy, it sure is. So how is the start of school going for you? You know, it's it's been really smooth this year starting out. And, and you know, we got some new uh, some new leadership in our, in our district this year. We have a new uh, elementary principal, Mr. Steve Vogels. Steve uh, is, is, comes with a, a lot of experience. He's been, he's been an elementary principal uh, before. Uh, and uh, so, uh, you know, his, his uh, expertise coming in and his experience coming in and, and working with that veteran staff, is, they have just really kind of gelled together, and, and they've had a great start at the high school. Uh, we've actually uh, promoted one of our from internally, uh, Mr. James Abels, our high school principal. Really excited at his prospects and his future here at West County. And, and the reason we did that was because uh, Levi Rawson, who was our high school principal, is now the deputy superintendent, which means that uh, he'll be taking over this position, the superintendency position, uh, next year for the 2024-25 school year. So uh, it's exciting times around here with new faces and, and certain positions, but I want to tell you it's been a great start. Our staff seems very excited, uh, very motivated. Uh, we're getting into a lot of different programs putting out by, that's put out by the state right now. And, uh, you know, we're just really moving forward in a positive direction. I would say that is a true statement for sure with West County. I remember when we first started talking with you about uh, things going on in the district, we've seen so many improvements, uh, even up to sidewalks coming for the district along the side of the road there because uh, at that one building. I can't remember the details, but I, you know what I'm talking about. I do, I do. The commissioners uh, have, have really come together, and they're getting ready to start a project in the spring. Uh, that's going to connect our high school all the way to our elementary school, and and you know it's going to be a great thing not only for our school district but also for the community. And they've been they've been absolutely so supportive through the COVID situation, and then before and even after that, they they you know they don't forget about us out here, and we really appreciate our commissioners and and you know and working with them on that project again, it's just going to be a positive thing for not only our students but also for the community. And like you said, you know we it seems like even though we, we've had a lot of things to face over the last few years, we've seen a lot of positive. Uh, you know, upgrades and, and, and improvements in our district and, and you know, whether that's our, our the things that we're offering, the after-school uh, activities that we're doing. And, uh, you know, last year we came off probably one of the most successful years in our uh, extracurricular activities that West County ever has. And, and that just goes to, you know, to say something about our community and our parents and, and also our, our coaching staff. You know, we, we're very blessed. We've had, we've had good people. And, uh, you know, it's hard to find good people, but West County always seems to be very fortunate and very blessed in having good staff to be able to, to serve our students and, and to serve our students very well. 
We're visiting with Dr. Kevin Kaufman, superintendent in the West County School District. It's their monthly report here on KFMO. Um, boy, I, I want to ask you about um, enrollment. I've been asking superintendents uh, across the board about enrollment. And, I, you know, from looking around the area, you see all the subdivisions being built and everything, and you think maybe enrollment's going up, and it does play such an important part in uh, funding for the district. So how is your enrollment this year with the new, new class coming in? Well, you know, it, you, you hit on something that's very, uh, very key for West County. You know, we, we rely heavily on the state for, for um, our financial support, and, and that is a lot of based on enrollment. And, and unfortunately, West County and, and our surrounding area, for our district, we have not seen that growth as far as, like, the housing. And therefore, we are limited in housing, and it's, tar- it's starting to take an impact on our enrollment. We are down a little bit this year. We're down about 20 students overall so far. Hopefully, we'll see some see some, uh, see some some move-ins and and we can get that number back up. You know, before in the past, years ago, you know, West County always hovered right around that 1,000 student range. Now we're down below that 9, 930, 940. So, you know, it is a concern for us and something we're always watching. And, of course, I'm always talking to other districts and seeing where they're at. And, and you're seeing, it. you know, uh, those law school districts going up. Some are still maintaining the same, and some are like us, you know, that lack housing or other other resources. We don't, we're not very rich in, in businesses or, or employment opportunities. So we kind of have a kind of a bedroom community in some sorts for for our outside our outlying areas, but again, I think housing is a main concern for us right now, and and I think if we see some additional housing in our area, I think we'd see some growth as well. Mm-hmm. I believe you're right on that. Uh, I talked with uh, Ashley McMillan from Central, and he's one of the few I've heard say, "Yeah, we have had an increase this year." Uh, most are, that I've talked to are staying pretty much the same. Um, but there was that increase, so maybe that's <laughs> you know that's good for Central. But uh, we'll see how it happens in the future. Um, you're about the middle of the first quarter, I guess. Do you have uh, reports going out soon, or? Yeah, we had our we had our mid quarter reports go out, and you know it's hard to believe we're already that to that point. You know, we're uh, but 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 it seems to always go so fast in the fall and spring. Kind of kind of lags a little bit, but um, but you know uh, yeah we're very excited. We're entering the, the second half of our first quarter already. Our first quarter will end at the end of October, and, and, and again, you know, our kids, I uh, couldn't say more about them. they had a great start. Uh, they seem still excited when I see them coming into the buildings when I'm there in the mornings. And, and uh, so it's a, it, it's, I want to tell you, being, being a part of the educational, uh, you know, situation that, in the areas that I've been in, I've been very blessed to be in education for 32 years. Uh, there's nothing better than, than seeing those kids coming in the morning. They're, you know, they're still kind of yawning, still kind of tired. But, boy, you see that excitement in them, and they're ready to go. And, and that's exciting. It keeps you young, and, and it just kind of right, reminds you of what our purpose is here and who we actually serve on a daily basis. Dr. Kaufman, I want to thank you for being with us today. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? No, I just want to, again, you know, uh, remind all of our, our uh, constituents out there to always be checking our social media, our Facebook page, and, and our, our website, you know, we have a great also uh, activity activities website that kind of promotes everything that we're doing and sharing information. And there's a lot of ways to get information. We don't want to miss anybody. So so please, if anybody has any questions or if they if they are lacking a, a resource, please make sure they get with us, and we'll make sure we get that all squared away. Well, thanks again for being here today, Dr. Kaufman. We'll talk to you again in the future soon. Thank you so much for you guys. Uh, let us get our get our word out. It's, it's important, so it's very very important that we get our word out. And, and you guys have always been so supportive. Thank you guys. Well, thanks a lot for that comment. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. 
That's Dr. Kevin Kaufman. He is the superintendent in the West County School District here at KFMO. And remember, we have news coming up next. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting and bookkeeping and payroll. Crunch that number one more time, 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Sunshine with us today. There's a chance of seeing a few isolated showers and storms to start the day. We will dry things out as we head through the afternoon or high into the lower 80s. Isolated showers, a few storms tonight, and overnight low in the low to mid-60s. Hit or miss showers and storms for Friday are high in the low 80s. And a few more isolated showers or storms for Saturday are high on Saturday into the low 80s. Sunday showers and thunderstorms likely in mid-70s. From the Parklands 24-Hour Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local it's time for a trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Thursday, September 21st. The time is 7.32, and in this newscast, we're going to find out more about that prisoner escape from uh, St. Louis that may have an impact on our area. Also, members of the Park Hills Lettington Chamber of Commerce excited about a new special multi-business gift card that is coming out as a part of the chamber. And North County School District officials announcing no injuries and minimal damage after a small fire broke out yesterday morning in one of the ovens in the cafeteria at the middle school building in Deloge. School authorities reported on the district's Facebook page that Deloge Fire Department members arrived promptly and immediately contained the problem. Fire evacuation procedures were followed. Everyone was reported to be safe. The middle school building is at 406 East Chestnut Street. That fire took place about 7 o'clock in the morning. Members of the Park Hills Lettington Chamber of Commerce are excited about a new special multi-business gift card member businesses can be a part of. The card was unveiled at Tuesday's Park Hills Lettington Chamber of Commerce monthly luncheon. Tiffany Wright, who's the founder and co-owner of Copper Fox Contrived and a member of the Chamber Board, spoke to the crowd saying a person who purchases a card can select the cash amount they want and once purchased use that card at any participating business. This is in the infancy stages. Well, once again, my apologies. We have not fixed that tape cut yet. Uh, you can actually hear Wright talk about that at uh, Chamber website, uh, Chamber Facebook page. She has a video there. According to Wright, there's no sign-up fees for businesses. Members of the Chamber were also treated to a speed networking event and they heard more about the Vial of Life program from the Life Center of Farmington's marketing director, Randy Windsor. Police are still searching for 45-year-old Tommy Wayne Boyd, who authorities say escaped from custody at Mercy Hospital South around 4 o'clock this morning in St. Louis. Boyd had been transferred to the hospital from the Potosi Correctional Center for treatment. Boyd is described as being 5 foot 7 inches tall with strawberry blonde hair, although he is balding. He has a beard and was last seen wearing a black sweatshirt, black jacket, and slippers that are orange. It's not known in which direction he's traveling. If you see Boyd, do not approach him. It's unknown if he might be armed. To contact authorities and give information on Boyd's location, call 911, your local law enforcement officials, or St. Louis County Police at 636-529-8210. That's news from AM 1240 KFMO. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News. We have sports next with Jared Pettis, so stay tuned and check the website, 
KFMO.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. On the local side, high school volleyball from St. Genevieve on Wednesday night. It was the Old Settlement rivalry matchup, and the Valley Catholic Warriors traveled to St. Genevieve High School, traveled down the road, and pick up a winner in straight sets, 25-22, 25-8, 25 Set one featured seven ties and three lead changes. We were tied at 1-1, then 11-11 through 16-16, before Valley Catholic ran off five of the next six points to take a four-point lead, 21-17, and never looked back after that. In set two, they opened up to a 3-0 lead. St. Gen answered with two straight, and then Valley Catholic rattled off the next nine points to hold a 12-2 lead. Valley Catholic would not lead by less than nine the remainder of the second set. And in the third game, a set that featured just one lead change and one tie at 1-1 was all Valley Catholic midway through it. After the victory, Valley Catholic Lady Warrior head coach Nancy Fisher, what changed in set two that featured that 9 nothing Valley Catholic run and a 12-2 start to the set? I don't know. I think we just got a little bit more comfortable, uh, knew a little bit more where we needed to go for our, uh, to play defense against different players and I thought uh, I thought the number one thing was we had a little bit better passes off serve receive so we were able to get the first quality swing all the time. St. Genevieve coaches Carla Bosler, what led to the loss? First set we kind of beat ourselves by not serving very well and giving them some easy points that they didn't have to earn. I thought we played pretty well the first set, though. Um, that's one that we can hold our head high on. The other two sets, we just did not pass well off serve-receive. And once we got into that funk, it was hard to get ourselves out of it. We ran our setters all over the place, uh, made it pretty easy for them to know who we were going to go to because it was the only setting option. So it gave them a good block, and they could get set up defensively uh, pretty easily. And so we're going to have to really work on that consistency piece, which is, you know, something that we've been battling with all year. The Valley Catholic Lady Warriors improved to 11-4-1. They play at Kingston today. St. Genevieve falls to 4-9-0, and they host Central in a broadcast matchup on KFMO. Final score again from St. Genevieve High School. The Valley Catholic Lady Warriors win it in straights 25-22, 25-8. 25-18. Coming up today on the local side, high school volleyball. Central is at St. Genevieve. 6 o'clock pregame, 6.30 opening serve as the MAAA regular season conference play begins. Central head coach Olivia Casey says their positioning in the MAAA this year could be dependent on their consistency of the team. It depends on what team decides to show up. Um, I feel like if we can figure out the consistency of playing together, being aggressive, and doing all the little things right, then we are a very good team and we are hard, we're competitive I would say we're you know towards the top if we are doing those things however if we're not doing those things then we will get beat so it, it's one of those things if the girls decide to come out and be aggressive and um, hit and do the little things then we'll be okay I think. St. Genevieve's head coach Carla Bosler what does she make of the MAAA this season? I think it's open to really anybody I kind of feel like you know each team kind of has their hot and cold nights and we're definitely included in having hot nights and cold nights um, and so I really do think um, it's going to be interesting how it all shakes out. Again coverage tonight between Central and St. Genevieve starts at 6 on AM 1240 KFMO. From the Major League Baseball in the St. Louis Cardinals and Milwaukee Brewers played the third game of a four game series from Bush Stadium on Wednesday night. Here's Mike Reeves with the recap. Josh Donaldson belted a three run home run in the first inning to help lead the Brewers past the Cardinals 8-2 to at Bush Stadium. Tyrone Taylor added a pair of solo shots and Mark Canna contributed a three run double for Milwaukee as they reduced their magic 
number to clinch the NL Central to four. Paul Goldschmidt and Richie Palacios drove in the St. Louis runs. The winning pitcher is Adrian Hauser. He's now seven and four. The loss goes to Zach Thompson. His record falls to five and seven. One in the first really hurt, and then uh, just left a changeup up there to Taylor a little later. Um, just tried to battle and, and get through it and you know, hopefully find a way to get through six or seven and give us a chance. The final Brewers 8, Cardinals 2 in St. Louis. I'm Mike Reeves. The Cardinals and Brewers wrap up the series this afternoon from Bush Stadium. Hear it on B104.3 with pregame at 11.20, first pitch at 12.15. NHL and training camp for the St. Louis Blues begins today. NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs are in action on Sunday with week three of the NFL season. Coverage starts at 2 o'clock when the Chiefs host the Chicago Bears kickoff at 325. With more on the Chiefs today, it's time for your minute with Mitch Holtis, the radio voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's time for a minute with Mitch as we take a moment to discuss football with a play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's presented by Hy-Vee, the proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. We love stats, and this week's Chief Chicago game is full of stats. But my interest this week is in the hidden yardage that doesn't show up in your fantasy league or stat sheets. Think first of drop passes. In the stat sheet, it's an incompletion. In effect, it's the yards lost in the drops. Hidden yardage one. Secondly, the batted down pass. In the stat sheet, it's PD, pass defensed. In effect, it's the yards that would have been gained had the pass not been deflected. Hidden yardage two. Thirdly, the penalties. Stat sheet, yards penalized. In effect, it's the yardage wiped out by penalty and the penalty yardage. Hidden yardage three. This week, if you're up for it, keep track of the hidden yardage, the Chiefs and Bears, and see who wins this game on This Minute with Mitch. Make your next tailgate tail great. Go Chiefs! With help from Hy-Vee, proud sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. This football season, find all of your tailgating needs at your local Hy-Vee. From chips and beer to the freshest meat and seafood in town, the culinary pros at Hy-Vee take all of the guesswork out with pre-made dips, snacks, and more. And don't forget to stop by the bakery for a wide assortment of sweet treats. Tailgating has never been easier with help from your local Hy-Vee. Also remember, your local Hy-Vee is the place to find the highest quality beef, hand-selected and sourced from family farms throughout the Midwest. When it comes to beef, Hy-Vee goes the extra mile to bring affordable, tender, and delicious flavor to every tailgate and grill out. Stop into your local Hy-Vee to find Angus Reserve, Choice Reserve, and Prime Reserve beef options for your next gathering. Hy-Vee, proud sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, the Kansas City Chiefs at 2 o'clock this Sunday, week 3 of the NFL season, the Chiefs and the Chicago Bears. MLS and St. Louis City SC was in action on Wednesday night against LAFC, the top two teams in the Western Conference, and it was a nothing-nothing draw. Bradley Carnell says he was especially pleased with his team's play over the final 45 minutes of the match. I thought second half was excellent. You know, I really thought we put it on our terms. Um, we put them in a tough game um, and limited their options. You know, you can see the quality they have when the ball turns over. You know, we didn't have to hold our breath too many times, you know, which was, you know, credit to my boys and credit to, to the system and credit to what we've been doing. City's Tim Parker, how important was this game against the second place team in the Western Conference? This is kind of the end of the year where you want to start to kind of play some of your best stuff. So I think we've put together a couple of good road performances before this game tonight. And um, I don't think really either team necessarily deserved the victory tonight. So I think a 0-0 tie is pretty fair. 
Um, but I still think that it was a good building block for us going into uh, the rest of the year. With the draw, St. Louis officially clinches a spot in the playoffs. The city is back in action Saturday in Minnesota. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers host the Memphis Tigers at the Dome at America Center on Saturday evening. And the NASCAR Cup Series races at Texas Motor Speedway on Sunday to open up the round of 12. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. What is the difference between insurance companies? This is Jerry Weems with Weems Insurance Agency. Trying to determine the proper insurance coverage, we work with the top national and regional insurance companies to help you identify the right type of policy and the proper level of protection. Call me today at 573-701-9300 to see how our insurance solutions will give you peace of mind at an affordable price. 573-701-9300. New season, new fashions, and new arrivals. Stop in the Giving Tree Boutique in Deloge and check out our new fall fashions. We even have some great team spirit wear. At the Giving Tree, we are a mission-minded business that believes in giving back to our community and supporting many charities and organizations in the area and across the globe. Like us on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with all the great deals and exciting things happening at the Giving Tree. Come see us today at the Giving Tree Boutique on South Deloge Drive in Deloge, showing purpose and passion through fashion. Keep it right here at KFMO. We have City Administrator Sean Kay with Bonterre coming up next with a Bonterre City Government Report. That's our next interview. However, in just a second, you'll be able to uh, look for a job with our career connection on KFMO. Faith Cowboy Church invites you to join them each Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m., Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursday worship at 7 p.m. Faith Cowboy Church is proud to be a part of this community and proud to support our area high schools and high school sports. Find out more about Faith Cowboy Church and all the events throughout the year online at faithcowboychurch.faith. Faith Cowboy Church, located on the Spencer Road in Deloge, real people in the heartland, reaching out to others through the love of Jesus Christ. It's time now for your B104.3 and KFMO Career Connection, heard twice daily to provide you with career opportunities. Service Master Restoration by MMCT is seeking a water, fire, restoration crew chief and field technicians. Competitive pay is offered based on experience as well as paid time off, insurance, and training for advancement and certifications. For more info, call 636-797-8588. The City of Deloge is hiring a full-time animal control and code enforcement position under the supervision of the building inspector and is responsible for the enforcement of city animal control, nuisance ordinances, and general pest control. Apply at Deloge City Hall, 300 North Lincoln, or online at deloge.com. If you are a business seeking employees and wish to be on during the Career Connection, contact our business office at 431-6350. For more information on Career Connection postings, go to kfmo.com or b104fm.com. It's time for Your Money Now on AM 1240. with Your Money Now. Amazon is gearing up for the holidays by hiring 250,000 employees to help manage the rush. It's also bumping the average hourly pay for warehouse and delivery workers. That holiday hiring number is a significant step up from previous years. Last year, the company said it would bring on 150,000 people. Hourly wages will range between $17 and $28, and the company's offering sign-on bonuses worth $1 to $3 thousand dollars in some locations. Meanwhile, Target says it plans to hire 100,000 seasonal workers. 
The USFL and XFL are in talks to merge spring football leagues. The leagues hope to finalize a merger for the 2024 season, but the deal would need regulatory approval first. And it's unclear where the broadcasts of the game would go. The USFL appeared on Fox and NBC. The XFL broadcasts have been shown on ESPN and ABC. On Wall Street, futures are higher after stocks closed lower yesterday. And that's your money now. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time, 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Sunshine with us today. There's a chance of seeing a few isolated showers and storms to start the day. We will dry things out as we head through the afternoon or high into the lower 80s. Isolated showers, a few storms tonight, and overnight low in the low to mid 60s. Hit or miss showers and storms for Friday are high in the low 80s. And a few more isolated showers or storms for Saturday are high on Saturday into the low 80s. Sunday showers and thunderstorms likely in mid-70s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. It's the start from KFMO. Thanks for tuning in and being with us today. We really appreciate it very much. It's time for our monthly Bonterre City Government Report. We have Sean Kay, the City Administrator, on the phone lines with us. Good morning, Sean. How's the weather in Bonterre? Well, it's a little cloudy, but uh, it's a beautiful morning here in Bonterre. Oh, I would agree with that. Yeah, I see some clouds out there. But, you know, this is kind of a lazy day, I think, maybe to just sit outside and enjoy this morning before we really get started. Well, I uh, I wish I had that opportunity. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that one. Um, well, there's so much to talk about with going on in Bon Terre from the governmental angle and business and things like that. Uh, I kind of like to start at the bottom of our list. We made a little list before we started. Uh, the old plaza up there in Bon Terre that had uh, the grocery store, the theater at one time, and all of that. I understand there's been just a little more activity on the development of that area. Yes, Mike, in our uh, recent council meeting, the uh, council voted to uh, uh, start the TIF in that uh, plaza so that the uh, developer can move forward with that. Uh, I think you and I have discussed it before, but uh, I'll just remind some of the listeners that uh, there is a city water main that runs across that parking lot that's going to have to be moved, and uh, that's that's going to be a pretty costly expense that the developers going to have to take on. and. Things like that are, are things that the TIF can help out with, and that uh, for those that don't under don't know what a TIF is, it's called Tax Increment Finance District. So a portion of the taxes that are generated by that development will be able to be captured to be used for the uh, upgrades that need to be made. Now, as a result of something like that, um, it would affect taxes. So uh, when you, you have to put a board together, don't you, to look at that before it actually happens? Yes. In order to uh, have a tax increment financing district, you have to have a TIF commission that is formed, and all the taxing entities in St. Francis County are involved in that, as well as the, the city has members on the board. Uh, they look at blight studies and uh, cost-benefit analysis and uh they have to have public hearings to hear whether or not there might be someone in favor or against the TIF. 
they've get, finished that process and uh, made a recommendation to the council that they uh, move forward with the TIF and in our meeting on Monday night. Uh, well, actually, it was uh, two weeks ago, but uh, the council voted to uh, follow the recommendation of the TIF commission and start that TIF. Excellent. So eventually we'll see that area developed is hopefully the goal. Um, it's my understanding that they are going to get started on that very soon. They are working with an engineer right now to come up with a plan to move that water main. Uh, and then soon after that, you should see some uh, some dirt moving. Wow, that'll be great. Uh, it's been so long since I saw a lot of activity. I have a lot of fond memories going to the theater that used to be in the I guess, lower section of the old building. Well, I spent my fair share of time there as well. Uh, date myself a little bit, but uh, I, I did I did go to the theater a time or two. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised we didn't run into each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised as well. Yeah, that's something. Uh, anyway, it'll be great to see that area pick back up. Uh, well, let's back up now and look at the agenda from the meeting. Uh, the budget was discussed. The budget's always a really uh, important issue. Yes, it is. And uh, we feel like we've put together a pretty good budget this year. The council uh, passed it in our meeting. But uh, if you look at the budget, if you, you would notice that this year we are uh, deficit spending. Uh, now, it, it only really looks that way because uh, we received ARPA funding uh, a couple of years ago, and that's been uh, sitting in the city account, sitting in the city account, and uh, this year we are actually going to spend that a portion of that on the water project. Uh, in fact, the council has agreed to spend a million dollars on the water project that we currently have going on in town. And when you spend a million dollars out of uh, a grant fund that you received a couple of years ago, it looks like you're deficit spending, but it really isn't quite as bad as it looks. Yes, uh, you know, I can only imagine some budget discussions. Sometimes we have them at my house. So uh, uh, is it finalized yet at this point, or, or is this amending time, or where are we at in the process? Well, the budget for uh, 23-24 is uh, set. Our fiscal year ends September the 30th and, been, and begins October 1st. So uh, the budget for 23-24 is set. Um, and they also passed an amended budget for the uh, uh, 22-23. Well, there you go. <laughs> Lots of budget work, I would say. Um, an employee benefit package was also a part of the meeting, I guess, and and we all know how impo important that is to employees, so uh, it was there a positive activity there? Yes, the uh, council in our last meeting decided to... Uh, uh, enact loggers, which is a retirement system that is available to uh, any public entity in the state of Missouri. It's uh, sponsored by the state. Once you get in, you can't get out. But uh, it is a prescribed benefit program. So uh, when people that work in Bonterra and make a career out of it are able to retire and, and draw a pension instead of the uh, IRA that uh, we currently have, which the city was uh, uh, good enough to match for the employees. Uh, they matched a portion of the money that uh, employees put in. But this loggers retirement system, the employees put in uh, a percentage of their paycheck and the city picks up the additional cost and uh, then they will have a uh, benefit when they retire. Excellent. Um, 
Is something like that hard to get switched? Uh, do you spend a lot of time just looking around? I'm thinking about how I do it in my own household, and I'd sometimes when I'm looking at insurance, it just takes, it seems like, forever to look through things and find the best deal. Uh, is it that difficult in a city sense? It is very difficult. This is something that uh, has been ongoing for the past two years. Uh, the council was looking at every possible angle and, and different ways to uh, make the benefit package more attractive. Uh, it's no secret it's difficult these days to uh, recruit and retain good employees. I think everybody out there would, would agree with that. And uh, it, so this is just our way of being able to maybe retain some of our longtime employees or maybe or maybe recruit some that would be willing to stay long enough to be able to benefit from this. Let's talk about the uh, water project in Bonterre. Uh, we talked about that a little bit before this interview, and it looks like there's uh, something going on. Yes, uh, in fact, they have our contractor, CE Contracting, has managed to get in uh, about 1,500 feet of new water main, and that particular section is currently being uh, pressure tested, and then it will be uh, tested for bacteria. Assuming that it comes back clean, then they will start making the connections to the home. Uh, they're also working on the other end. That's, that's a pretty sizable project. It goes from uh, West DeSoto Road to uh, uh, Merle Street on Division, and then it's going to go from uh, Division Street out to almost Norwine on West School Street. Uh, many people who've been through Bonterre have seen the patches on West School and Division Street. Uh, looks like the quilt that Grandma made for us when we were young that has all the patches in it. And uh, we're hoping that when we get this new main in, it will it will make the water system better. But then uh, we also have some paving and sidewalk and lighting upgrades that are going to go, going to go on in those areas. And it just made sense to correct the water main underneath before we repave the street so that we don't have to dig it back up. Mm -hmm. um, when you connect to the homes and things like that, how long could people expect maybe to be out of the system? Uh, typically when we do that, it, it's pretty quick. We put in the uh, new line and then uh, we will leave them hooked up to the old one as long as possible. Once we get the new line installed, uh, we'll have them out for uh, generally it's less than an hour to make the connections on either end. Oh, that's excellent. That's uh, a concern. You know, I am I would imagine a homeowner, one of their first questions, how long am I without water? Uh, that's great. That's really excellent to see all the benefits and just have to be down for a little under an hour like that. Not bad. That's great. Um, how much does that project cost altogether? Well, the uh, bid was nearly $1.9 million. Uh, we have made some changes to that to be able to cut that cost by some. But, uh, you know, there, we're, it's still an ongoing construction project, and, and there are some things that, uh, variables that we just can't really answer right now. So if we happen to run into a lot of rock breakage or something like that, then the cost would, be, would go back up to that 1.9 number. Uh, we're hoping to hold it down around 1.6 or 1.7. Sean, I have about uh, a minute left, and I know we wanted to mention the lake project. I hear it's been finished. Yes, it has been. Uh, if you haven't been over by our lake lately, uh, you may remember that we had an MDC grant to do the front side of the path and make it ADA compliant and put in a new uh, dock. This 
uh, this project completed the walking path that we were not able to complete on the last grant. And in addition to that, we put in a handicap access pad on the backside of the lake. So uh, a person who was wheelchair bound could come off of the path, go down to this little pad area, be able to fish, and then uh, be able to make it back to their car and everything is ADA compliant. And it, it really turned out nice. Yes, it looks great. I drove by the other day and I thought, man, this is really nice for the lake and for the folks in town. Well, Sean, thanks for being with us today. We're about up to CBS News, but we really appreciate your taking time to talk with us. Well, Mike, as always, I appreciate an opportunity to let the Bonterre know what's going on. And, and uh, I, I hope you have a great day. You too, sir. And we'll talk to you soon. That's Sean K., City Administrator of Bonterre, here on KFW.